this is Stacey Hillier and you are listening to the Prophetic Collective Podcast. Well, hey everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I've had a wonderful few weeks break, but they've been very full weeks. As many of you would know, I am an executive pastor at Numa Church and I'm over all things the prophetic pillar, which includes the worship team, prayer teams, prophets of the house, creativity, communications teams. And we have um, found ourselves in an amazing season, actually, a revival season. It's super cool. So we had our revival conference at the end of August and since then God's just been moving so powerfully that we've kept going with what we're calling revival nights and revival services and it's been an extraordinary touch of God where we're seeing signs and wonders incredible healings in people's bodies we've got people flying in from all over the country some of which who have cancer diagnoses who are coming in to be prayed for extended worship times just glorious moments in God's presence and We just feel the touch of God at the moment. And so it's been perfect timing to have a few weeks off because I'm not quite sure how I would have made all of that work. But it's also given me some time to pray about what God might want me to focus on for the next few weeks of the podcast. And what I felt him talk to me about was it was time to release some prophetic words that I've been sitting on and probably dealing with relationally throughout the year. Um, And one in particular that I'm going to share today And then I'm going to share probably another couple in a few episodes, just as I feel the Lord leads me. So these are prophetic words. I'll give you the date, whether they came from a vision or what kind of encounter they came from. I will explain all of that to you. And I will also explain some of the context of why I didn't release them at the time or if I did. But today's is actually what I titled Cleaning House. And I received this vision on the 24th of May, 2022 at 10.19 a.m. to be very specific. And we were in one of our staff meetings here at Numa Church. And I'll describe a bit more about that in a moment. But first of all, I just want to say, why didn't I release it at the time? Uh, There's probably not many things I love more than the church. And there is a lot going on in the global church at the moment. And once you hear this vision and this word, that goes with what I believe the Lord disclosed to me. I really felt that there was wisdom in not releasing this publicly because of what was going on in the global church at the time. In fact, what the Lord said to me was, you're to put this in your phone and when you're itinerating or you're visiting other churches or you're speaking with church leaders and they ask you, because they do often ask me, what do you think's going on in the church right now? That you can share this with them relationally. One of the things I never want to do is kick the church while it's down. And I felt like to release this word publicly, even though I had other prophets in my life who were like, you need to release this. This is for now. I just felt like with some of what was going on in the media and in the church that it wasn't the right time. And I would always err on the side of caution and from hearing from God and allowing myself the space and room to share this with people who know my heart first. But the Lord has told me that now's the time. So this vision is called Cleaning House. As I mentioned, I had this vision during one of our staff discipleship meetings. My senior pastor, my apostle, was actually praying for the global church at the time. So I'm just going to read it as I put it in my phone, and then I'll share a bit more at the end. As my leader was praying for the global church, I saw a vision of a laser car wash. Instead of cars being lined up for the wash, there were houses. They were all various sizes, and they were on a conveyor belt awaiting entry to the laser wash. 
Some houses had many levels and many rooms. Some were small, like a studio apartment. And then I saw a set of nail-pierced feet at the control pad of the laser wash, and Jesus was selecting the kind of washing each house needed. As I watched this scene play out, houses of various sizes would enter and they would come under the washing of the water. Some would be cleaned safely with people safe inside looking out of the windows. Other houses would flood with water despite the fact that the windows were shut and the people contained within were washed away in a flood and were collateral damage. This washing or flooding was not dependent on the size so I was puzzled. But then the Lord showed me that the houses that were flooding had no flooring, no foundation. But those that were simply cleaned and then released from the laser wash had a strong foundation, like a slab, with a huge open Bible across the slab. Across the open scripture were two bodies, face down on the word with connecting hands stretched diagonally across the foundation. And Jesus at the keypad was the cornerstone of the slab. The Holy Spirit showed me that these face-down bodies on the word were the apostle and the prophet. And the Lord said to me, There is safe cleaning and purity in the bride when the foundation of the apostle and prophet live face-down in the word with Christ as the cornerstone. And that was the end of the vision and the encounter. And I went straight to my apostle after the meeting after the staff discipleship session and shared this with him and actually shared it with great emotion because um, there are some other prophets now in recent days starting to talk about things like the future is five, that fivefold is the future of the church or that we're returning to the original blueprint of fivefold, which we find in Ephesians 4. But that wasn't the main or central message of this vision. The main or central message was there is safety and less collateral damage when the apostle and the prophet live face down on the word, with the word as the foundation of the church, with Jesus as the cornerstone. And that some of the washing of the church or the cleaning of the church that's happening right now that is actually causing some collateral damage, which breaks my heart. I'm sure it breaks yours, but it also actually breaks the bridegroom's heart. It breaks Jesus' heart is because some of these things aren't in place. We've had decades as a church where we have put leadership and management structures in place within the church. And I believe that it is time for us to return to fivefold, which is God's wineskin for his bride. Hey, listeners. Did you know that Stacey also has a guided prayers podcast? Contemplative prayer is a biblical and rich practice that helps us to step out of the hustle and to silence the noise to hear God's voice and to let his word dwell richly in us, transforming us from the inside out. With a new guided prayer released monthly, you too can discover the rich treasures of contemplative Christian practices. Find it wherever you listen to your podcasts by searching for Guided Prayers with Stacey Hillier. Now, back to Stace. So I was reminded as I processed this vision of Ephesians 2, 19-22. So then... You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, 
you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So what I've been doing for the last several months since May, as I've visited other churches or as leaders have visited our house or other church leaders that I mentor or speak with, even other prophets, when they've asked me this question, what do you think God is doing in the church? It's quite obvious and there's been a lot of commentary on the fact that God is cleaning the church and he is cleaning the church. But when I think future of what does he want to do post this cleaning, I believe what he wants us to do is put fivefold in place, apostle, prophet, face down on the word, which means they've got to be released to spend time in the word. I'm an incredible structure and freedom of uh, structure here at Numa Church in that I'm not expected in the office before midday any day. I am expected to be praying or released to pray and study the word each morning so I can hear God's voice for our church, for myself, for other individuals, for the body of Christ. I sermon prepare in that time. I I pray I just spend time with the Lord, hearing from him, spend time in intimacy with the Lord because that's so important for a prophet. So I'm in that amazing structure where apostles and prophets laid face down on the word have to be released to do that. And both Pastor Corey and myself are released to do that here at Numa because that enables us to fulfill our God-given grace and function for the rest of the fivefold. Many of you will have heard in season one that here at Numa Church, we are based around the structure of fivefold ministry. So we have an executive with an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and a teacher. And the five of us collaborate to make decisions about the vision and direction of the church and the pastoral issues, governance and finance issues that we face together as a church. Complementary to that, we also have sitting around our executive table, a business manager who happens to be my husband who helps us to know how to mix those oils. I have actually shared the vision about mixing oils in a very early episode of season one, which you could go back and look at. It was a vision that God gave me at the very start of the establishing of this at an executive level that really helped our team to understand how we were meant to function and actually had very deep biblical layers. I think I explore that in season one with Dr. Michael Gretschko. So you could look that up in uh, season one of Prophetic Collective. But yes, that's how we function. All of our staff teams are built around fivefold. All of our volunteer teams are built around fivefold. Our preaching platform is built around fivefold. We only bring in guests that would complement being a fivefold church, etc. So I am in a very privileged position and I don't want you to hear we've got it all right. We're three and a half years in and we're still figuring it out. And there aren't many people we can look at except for the Bible. And so I really believe that what God is saying is that fivefold, particularly releasing the apostle and the prophet to live face down on the word as their foundation is part of what God is doing in his church right now. And in seeing that vision, I felt all the emotions and the heart of God associated with that. He is so jealous for his bride. He loves his church so much. And Ephesians 4 actually talks about when Jesus ascended, he gave these gifts to the church so that we could equip the saints and we could grow into mature manhood, into the fullness of Christ. And so it's like us unwrapping a gift under the Christmas tree. He's given us the wine skim. And so if you were to ask me today, what's God saying to the church right now? He's cleaning house 
and he wants us to return to the original blueprint of fivefold and to release the apostle and the prophet to live face down on God's word as their foundation. And this provides health for the church and safety for the people who call that church home. So even with our locations here at Numa, this is something we look at very seriously. And I want to encourage you to just go on that journey of praying about that. Let me know what you think. So these will be short episodes in the next few weeks, just as I share what's been on my heart this year prophetically from the Lord. And that's the first one, cleaning house. Love to hear from you. Love to hear how this ministers to you. But I want to finish by praying for you, the listener, today. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for scripture. I thank you for the Apostle Paul who wrote about fivefold in Ephesians 4. I thank you for his love for the church, his sacrifice for the church, his revelation of the church. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're the inspiration behind these scriptures. Father, I just pray for the global church in this season. Jesus, you love your church so much. I pray that you would help us to build our vision of the church, not based on our experience or what we see in the natural but what is in your heart for the church. The New Testament is full of your heart for the church. We're a family. We're a body. We are your temple. We're meant to be community. And so, God, I pray that we would saturate ourselves in God's heart for the church and that it would be our delight and our joy to co-labor with you to filling that gap between what we see in the natural now and what's in your heart for your church. Jesus, you are the head of the church. You're the vision. You're the one who directs where we go. We look to you. I thank you. We have the mind of Christ. I pray your protection around church leaders right now. I thank you. You're purifying us. I thank you that you're cleaning us. We invite the work of the Holy Spirit. It is our joy to be refined. I pray for every church leader listening right now and that you would take them on the journey towards what you have in your heart for the church. I thank you for every apostle and prophet who's listening to this podcast. I pray, God, that they would be released to love your word, to spend time in your presence, and that they would only ever minister from this place of overflow. We love you, Jesus. I thank you for the opportunity to share today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, love you guys. I'm going to talk to you next week with another prophetic musing. Talk to you soon. Bye.